and welcome back to the Aviation Spotters Podcast. I am your host, and today we will be featuring our first international guest on the show. But before that, though, I received a question about how often the show will be airing. That is a great question. I think I'd like to have a show once a week dropping on Wednesdays. I have guests lined up, and I can cue the episodes pretty well to make them work for now. But that is all subject to change. As I said a few episodes ago, I do this all on my own. And if guests start drawing up and I don't get those profile recommendations from all you listening out there, then I might have to make it every two weeks for an episode. Me, personally, I think that's a little bit too long. So hopefully we'll have to come to that. Anyways, today on the ABSP, we have our first international guest here on the show. So without further ado, coming in from southern England, Mr. Andrew Butcher. Andrew, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Hey man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, you know. Beautiful spring day here in southern Idaho. How's uh, how's England? Yeah, it's pretty sunny, which is great for a change. It's not raining. Well, that's always good. Anyway, um, Andrew, thank you for coming on the, the podcast. So let's get to know you a little bit. Let's tell us about yourself. How do you get into spotting and, and how many years have you been doing it? What's your home airport and do you have any other hobbies besides plane spotting? Yeah, nice. So I'm from like um, southern England, um, down in the south, just like by London quite lucky to kind of got a lot of airports around us um like civil ones not so many military ones um which is kind of how i'm so into it really um i've been doing it for around about eight years i think since like 2012 on and off kind of got into it as a kind of a young age like from air shows um going to say like you know local airfields or air shows and obviously i live right by um gatwick airport so that is kind of really handy to be there and take photos and like the planes always come over my house. So that's kind of how I got into it. So yeah, kind of home airport. So obviously it's London Gatwick. Well, it was at one point the busiest world's single runway. And kind of like my other home military airport is probably RAF Odium, Odium, um, which is the home of the RAF Chinook Force. But that's kind of about an hour away. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, what other hobbies do you have besides plane spotting? Anything outside of it? Uh, well, obviously, I love um, taking photos. So anytime I'm using the camera or taking photos of my phone, I really enjoy. Um, love being outdoors, going for walks and stuff like that. Love fishing as well. Obviously, not maybe not the same kind of fishing you do out there in the States, but yeah, love my fishing as well. Well, absolutely. If you ever come over to Idaho, we have some of the best fishing here in the world, world-class fly fishing and uh, river fishing. So if you ever come out here, we'll uh, have to definitely take you out to one of the rivers out here. Nice. So um, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, eight years and right by Gatwick. Um, man, I bet that's always fun to go see all that cool stuff over there. You know, probably a lot of stuff that we don't get over here in the States. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, EasyJet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you if you love watching EasyJet, then yeah, crack on at Gatwick. Um, but yeah, we get some cool stuff that obviously you guys won't have. So you said you started eight years ago. Uh, what type of camera did you start out with, and what type of camera do you use now, and and with lenses as well? Um, so I started off with like a I think it was a Fujifilm bridge camera. You know, the one of the, like the kind of intermediate kind of yeah ones, um, electronic. You know, zoom and all this stuff. And then if I would say go to like I don't know like a bigger airport like Heathrow or something, I might like borrow someone else's bigger camera like DSLR. But then saved up and managed to get a canon uh 600d okay so obviously just like a basic one really dslr 
I just had back lens, right? I had a 55 to 250 uh, lens and start, I used that for a good, what, six years, I think I used that. Wow. I've only literally just got upgraded it. <laughs> so it's yeah, been an so absolute use out of it. workhorse. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I now use a Canon 7D Mark II um, for most of my stuff. Very cool. Uh, what type of lens do you use with your 7D? I have the Sigma 150-600 to um, contemporary, not the sports version, just the basic kind of one. Yeah. And then the Canon 72-300L lens, which is quite handy as well. Okay. Yeah, those those Canon L glass lenses are fantastic. When I got my 5D back in February, I had a rent the 70 to 200 and oh my god i was just blown away and just how fast and how sharp that lens was and then i got my 100 to 400 and i was just equally going oh my god this kicks the living crap out of everything else that i've had previously yeah i mean i'd i'd love to swap out my 150 to 600 and maybe swap out the 70 to 300 and get a 100 to 400 but we'll see it's it's quite handy having the 600 you know for a bit of extra length Absolutely. And is the 7D, is that a crop body or is it a full uh, full body? It's a cropped, I think. Yeah. Oh, so, you, so you get that little extra range with the crop factor then, which is probably equally as handy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So moving on here, what is your favorite airport to spot at? Favorite airport to spot at? Well, I guess military-wise, um, it has to be RAF Mildenhall. Obviously, the one of the American bases up here in England. I don't know if your viewers will know or anything, but it's home of the 100th Airy Fueling Wing uh, with the KC-135. Uh, it also has the um, 7th Special Operations Squadron, the MV-20, sorry, not MV-22, CV-22, um, B Osprey, based there, mm-hmm. um, as well as the 67th Special Operations Squadron MC-130s. So it's got a real good kind of mixture of everything. Yeah. And it always crops up a good few visitors from, you know, P8s or C130s or something like that, which is really, really nice. So that's probably the greatest spot, really. Hey, you guys got some P8s over there. That, that's interesting. Yeah, we had one a few weeks ago on a TDY, so it was pretty nice. Oh, that's very cool. So what's your favorite airplane to spot then as well? Favorite airplane? plane hmm i would have to say the b52 maybe again obviously a bit of background for your viewers i don't know if the uk you know people from uk know we have RAF fairford which is kind of like a, a bomber task force operating area um, in which the u.s air force bring in b52s every couple of months or so so we do see a fair bit of buff action here as well as that though we at RF Airford, we also have the U2s, which is probably pretty fun to spot as well, um, because obviously they're quite rare. So it's really nice to see them as well. No, I'm with you on the U2 during Aviation Nation uh, last year. My buddy and I were out there for the Rivals Day. All of a sudden, my friend looks out and he sees a like he sees a black object coming to distance. And he's going, dude, I think that's a U-2. I'm going, no, it, it can't be. You know, a U-2 wasn't scheduled for the air show or, or even the uh, weapons school international that was going on at the time. And then he's like, dude, that's a U-2. And I don't think I've freaked out any more spotting an airplane than that U-2 that day. I have never seen a U-2 in person, let alone in the air. And this wasn't a trainer version. This had the full pods and everything on it. And I just 
absolutely freaked out that I just saw you two for the first time. Yeah, nice. We've got one at the moment um, in full mission kit, flying daily missions out of Fairford, so it's it's pretty awesome. Well, hopefully, you can get some pictures of it. I, I think everybody would love to see love to see that. Yeah, me too. I'm hoping to hoping they stick around for a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, I think they will. This is such a valuable tool for uh, U.S. Air Force Special Operations and just U.S. intelligence and NATO and Allied intelligence as a whole. Yeah, definitely. On the heel of that question, not what is your favorite airplane? Just in general, like why is it your favorite? I would have to say, uh, I again, kind of a it's probably something that your viewers or listeners uh, might not be very familiar with, but the Havro Vulcan oh, yes. bomber is, I guess, it has a special place in spotting really for me. Um, and it has the distinctive how obviously i'm saying this but unfortunately there's they're not flying anymore um it got retired a few well i think it was around about four years ago now from the air show air show kind of circuit but yeah that was great to see and i don't think nothing can top that <laughs> absolutely i've seen many youtube videos of the of the vulcan and i used to do a lot of research on the v bombers you know the vulcan the valiant and the uh oh, what was the other victor one? Victor, thank you. But yeah, no, uh, that Vulcan had some history to it too. I believe that was one of the only ones that actually did a uh, a mission during the Falklands War. Yes, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that's very cool. Have you ever seen that Vulcan? Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah, I think if that's the same one. Yeah, I think I think so. Well, that's that's really cool. I mean, I wish I made it over there to go see that Vulcan or just the Vulcan in general, even on the ground. I believe they're still taxing it though. They're keeping it taxi worthy, right? Yes. Yeah. Um there's kind of like a, a an enthusiast group that you can kind of pay money into in which you help them out do like taxi runs and stuff like that um but obviously it's it's all down to finance really sadly yeah well you know at least they're still keeping her going under her own power and maybe one day there'll be enough money to bring her back to the skies one last time but you know what we only can hope at this point but at least they're still keeping her keeping her alive. Yeah, exactly. Still being switched on and off, which is great. But no, they only did that for a Concorde, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a very sad one at, uh, sitting at London Heathrow, you know, that owned by BA, and it's awful to see. I wish they'd got one airworthy for the 2012 Olympics, like all the rumors back then were, and that would have been epic to see one fly just, just one last time. Yeah, that would have been pretty special. You just talked about your favorite airplane to spot. What about your least favorite to spot? Or do you even have a least favorite to spot? I wouldn't say I have a least favorite to spot, no. But I I, I guess we all have ones that we don't really take much interest in, to speak. I used to do civilian quite a bit, um, spotting. And obviously being a civilian spotter, seeing we all have things that we like to see more. And like I said earlier, seeing loads of easy jets land is not very nice sometimes when you're being a plane spotter, but it, it pays the bills. Certainly from a military perspective, not too interested in some of like, you know, the propeller ones or such. But obviously you can't really go wrong with a Hercules or anything like that. Oh, but, yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't say I have a least favorite, really. I mean, anything that I can take a photo of or listen into is perfectly fine for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that, too. All right, so give us a little spotting story. Have you ever had something that's fun, interesting, or scary, or, or just something interesting that happened to you while you were spotting one day? I mean, I, I can't say I've had a one big event that, you know, is really interesting or funny, but I've been out so many times, and there's been some really funny things that have kind of happened that 
for instance, uh, spotting at RF Lakenheath, I think it was last year or something, <laughs> had a guy come up to us, you know, like he wasn't really a spotter, he was just there, just just rocked up, you know, and he was like, um, oh, I've just seen like, um, well, not that he'd just seen, but say were like 20 so years ago or something, he was like, um, hey, I've just seen like um, Air Force One with like two B- B2s by the side of it, like flying down low across England and all this lot, and oh, it was, I was just laughing so much, um, and I mean, I don't know if you guys out there, but kind of in England, our spotters are like, there's always this thing about ladders, um, and people that use ladders, and I mean, I, I use one as well, but some of the guys that you see at airports, like, have these ridiculous ladders and stuff, that's quite funny as well, just to, just to laugh at, really. Yeah, I've seen some of those videos at uh, Lake and Heath or Mindenhall. Those guys are like right on the shrubbery of the of the fence line, and they're all on their ladders going over the fence line and all that. I'm going, how do they get away with that? Because doing that here is, uh, there are only certain airports that let you use a ladder, but any military bases around here, you use a ladder, man, they'll they'll be on you in in seconds. So that's always always pretty funny to see. Um, I guess you know the bases. They know that you're out there and they're cool with you doing that, which is pretty nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's just funny just to sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah, just this what this just get a front row seat to all the action that's about to happen. <laughs> I guess another one is obviously typical English weather here. You know, going to an air show or something, and on like the Fridays is normally like patch day where you go and buy all your patches and this that and the other. So kind of like last year we went on the Friday and it was the wettest day of the year decided to go out you know wet weather gear and all this lot go and buy some stuff and yeah that was a bad idea because we just ended up absolutely soaked to the skin but i mean sometimes that's what you do isn't it yeah i mean for a lot of aviation man uh, for example in 2018 my buddy and i went to the uh, mcast cherry point air show and this is the last public air show with the ea6b prowler and that second day show was it. It was a torrential downpour for at least half the show. I know the the snowbirds canceled, a lot of the other demos canceled. Luckily, the uh, Prowler did fly, and man, the Prowler pulled some vapor that day, which was absolutely amazing to see. But I think we were one of God, maybe five hundred people at that show. The day before that, they actually closed down the runway at Cherry Point, two of the runways, and they were all filled with cars. And man, we we were one of the very few people there on that Sunday just because of the weather. Man, that was, I know exactly how you feel, but for the love of aviation, right, we'll do anything to, to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just got to grin and bear it just to kind of just be out there, really, haven't you? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, this kind of follow up with the air shows. What's your favorite event or location outside of General Airport Spot? I mean... <laughs> Well, for the event-wise, we obviously have RIA, or Royal International Air Tattoo, which is, pro- well, arguably one of the biggest air shows, probably. And yeah, that is probably the go-to event of the year. Absolutely. Have you been over to the Mock? No, I haven't, no. Um, kind of a few incidents have happened since then with kind of being shared on social media that have meant... Oh, that's nah, right, it's just, yeah. It's kind of stopped there, unfortunately, which... I mean, I've wanted to go there, but they have been flying in another location, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I see some photos of some of the photographers that I know meeting at the Star Wars Canyon. They've been posting their shots in their locations, and man, 
those those guys are some excellent excellent photographers yeah i mean you can seriously get some good shots low level especially with this all the lakes and stuff and all this the beautiful scenery that england and in wales and scotland has to offer i mean i just you just can't pick a better background for that sort of stuff especially all the vapor all the time too because it's just a weather climate over over there man one day one day one day, one day i'll make it over there yeah like one day i'll make it to air tattoo that's one of my friends has been going he went twice and he's trying to been pushing me to go and i haven't gone and i should have gone last year because i have i've always wanted to see the eastern aircraft the Aleutians and the migs and the sukhois and this is like the place to go and i need to get out there at least once before all of them are gone so next air tattoo i will Hopefully well, next there. year it's the um, 50th anniversary, so hoping oh, wow. it's going to be bigger and better. Well, I'm going to have to go uh, purchase a ticket <laughs> then. <laughs> um, absolutely, though, I will try to make it to my best of my ability to make it over there. For nice, show. might see you there. Hopefully. All right, so coming to the end of the show now, let's start with the wrap-up questions. Do you have any tips for any sp- any of the spotters listening or any words of encouragement you would want I to mean. Add? basically just go out there and enjoy it you know if if you really like doing it and not even just taking photos or just being there is if, if you're really into it then go out and do it you know no absolutely it's just it's just the enjoyment factor being around like-minded people you know there are people that come out to the airport here and they just watch and they don't take any photos or anything like that they just love being a part of aviation and uh, getting to talk to like-minded people is always the best because there are not a lot of people that can talk technical like you and I can that have no idea what we're saying. It's like we're talking a foreign language to them. It's always good when you're able to go interact with those types of people and they get interact. Yeah, with I mean, too. definitely one word of advice or not so much advice, but it's definitely just to try and hook up with people, you know, try and chat to people and make, make friends with them because this is how this has happened, you know, just it's pretty exactly, crazy yeah. how far you can go with it. I 100% agree with you on that. Absolutely. All right, so where can we find your work? Do you have a Flickr, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Do you upload to airliners.net or check photos or any other of those? ABS yeah, websites? I mean, so you can find me uh, on Instagram at underscore alpha bravo. Um, I also have Flickr as well. I think it's that's the same um, kind of the same tag kind of thing. And yeah, I upload on Jet Photos. Got a few shots up there. Unfortunately, I haven't haven't been that active on Jet Photos, but yeah, I need to get get my act together and get on there on that one. I think. Yeah, that's always easy to upload to, you know, plug and show. Yeah, I mean, you can get quite a lot up there. <laughs> Not so much on airliners. But... Yeah. yeah, airliners is a whole other story. I mean, they're both, they're both, I've had my fair share of interesting rejections from both. But man, I could tell you that airliners, they're a lot more stringent and you know, you can kind of tell a lot higher quality on airliners, but I'm not dissing Jet Photos at all because Jet Photos is an amazing platform. I got more, you know, because you know, yeah, I, this might have happened to you, but you get a lot of pilots and all that that flew in that day like hey that's me assume my photo i'm like yeah sure and i've had a lot more replies from jet photos than i have on airliners about that yeah definitely i've had a few contacts from jet photos asking for you know use of them etc which is it's really good obviously with the team up with flight radar as well that's helpful yeah i agree with that i love getting up there and especially like all the small props i love uploading all the small props so the pilot they have all their thumbnails with the <laughs> flying around. yeah nice Anyway, Andrew, um, do you have anything else to add? Anything we missed or want to mention? No, I don't really. I mean, just for for anyone listening, really, if you've never been to the UK for sporting, I'd probably definitely recommend it, etc. For some of the military airports, etc. We have a lot of variety here. Very lucky. 
kind of in the southern part of the UK, it's there's loads of different ones that are within easy reach. So yeah, just get out there and do it. I really guess. Absolutely. No, Heathrow's on my bucket list, and definitely Mindenhall and Lake and Heath are up there too. And hopefully the mock loop will come back one day, and I'll be able to head over to the to the loop. Anyway, Andrew. I appreciate you coming on, taking some time out of your out of your day to come talk on the Aviation Spotters podcast. You know, yeah. Cheers very much for having us. It's been a uh, pleasure. Absolutely, man. Um, thanks for being my first international guest honored. as well. All right. Anyway, guys, that's going to bring an end to this episode of the Aviation Spotters podcast. Remember to send me those profiles of those people that you think deserve to be on this podcast. Email me at spotterspodcast at gmail Send me those profiles. Send me a DM on Twitter, a DM on Instagram with those profiles, a couple sentences why. And that's it for me. Thank you guys for listening on this episode of the Aviation Spotters Podcast. And remember, keep those batteries charged, those cameras ready, and we'll see you next time here on the Aviation Spotters Podcast.